welcome to episode, uh, sorry, this is not episode anything. This is uh, the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. We recapping the horror show at Extreme Rules. Uh, I am TC Fontaine. Uh, we are joined back again by Malik Ricks and uh, the essential wreak havoc. Uh, as always, you know, you can find us on most platforms, streaming podcasts. Uh, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. And while you're there, uh, go buy some merch, man. Got some new merch dropping this week. Uh, we'll let y'all know more about that when the time comes. Uh, how y'all doing, man? Uh, welcome back, Malik. Uh, it's good to be back. You know, I had to tell everybody you were suspended uh, after... You know, after oh, uh, our situation a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, that's the first, kayfabe reason you weren't here. <laughs> first take, first take fiasco. Oh, hey, how you been, man? I know you've been busy. You've been out here. Uh, man, I've been working. working, staying off Twitter. Uh, it's it's yeah. hard being a Kanye West fan right now. Like, he going to have a meme of the year with this crime you know face what? he just did, man. It ain't funny. Like this man is legit having a mental breakdown publicly. Is that? Yeah. I mean, I, bro, the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep this one real, right? I feel like it's a rollout for his album, bro, because every time he says some crazy stuff, an album comes right behind it. That's why I tell people like, when they get so mad and so upset with him, and you put so much energy into him, and like, I'm. Like, well, it, it's the same thing every time. He say something crazy, y'all get upset and say something back at him. Then he drops an album, then he goes away and just chills. You know what I'm saying? So, like me, personally, I'm a fan of Kanye. Personally, I still love his music. Personally, I love all this, you know, everything he do because, like, the stuff that he say is, like, when you sit and think and just don't have, like, a one-set mind, you be like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Like the Harriet Tubman thing today, right? you see the little short clip of him saying it and then later on in his speech he comes back to it and basically clears up what he's saying you know what i'm saying so yeah man he's but bad like at said, that i'm gonna I'm say that I'm, he, he's bad at that because like he says some yeah. stuff and, he, and like it just be like what but he, he has a hard time articulating what he means even yeah. though like what he what he means to say kind of be making sense he just don't know how to really put yeah. it in words Cause, cause I I do the same thing too. I'll be going yeah. on and on, and like I be I be having to clean it up. Sorry, if y'all hear that in the background. Uh, I'll be having to like like yeah, clean it up. But yeah, I'm I'm a fan of Kanye West. I'm a fan of Ti. I'm, 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 I'm a fan of all these people. League. You know what I'm saying? They give me a rough time. They give me a headache. I be waking up in the morning. Ti, I'm about to say something crazy. Ti Ti and another stretch. Oh man, yeah, it's kind of rough. I see I that point, though, too. Their fans. But I, 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 I still love those guys. I said that, too, because I'm like, yo, this is not the first time he's done this. Like, nah. We're not, not acting like this is new. So that's why I kind of can see that point. Like, this could be, like, hyping to another album or something like that. So, something that he's getting ready to do. You know, he's, this is a passion. We, we also got to recognize, like, it, it, it do look like it's, he's having a mental breakdown. So we got to kind of, yeah. like, let's, let's not right. laugh at it. Like, let's, you know. I don't know. I don't think there's really much more we can do. You know how the world is. He got to want to help himself. Yeah, he got to want to help himself. His family got to, you know, got to gotta do something about it. And we know his family is a bunch of attention whores, so they probably about to say, not going to do what that family is. <laughs> they like the publicity. So, uh, man, enough Kanye, man. Um, yeah, let's talk about is. some wrestling, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yo, uh, last year... Uh, 
Malik and I had the pleasure of attending StarCast in Las Vegas. Um, and, you know, Malik lived, like, literally in a whole nother city. So I was there. <laughs> I was there uh, early, uh, you know, waiting on him. I, uh, I happened to stop into a, a live panel of uh, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. Uh, during this panel, uh, Bruce Pritchard told a story of a time that uh, when he and Roddy Piper were traveling on the road, uh, they stopped at a rest stop uh, at 3.30 in the morning. And uh, they just so happened to run into Jake the Snake Roberts while they were at the rest stop uh, going to relieve themselves. And uh, Jake the Snake Roberts just so happened to be in the bathroom smoking from a pipe. Uh, Jake offers a hit to, to Piper. He takes the hit. Uh, he then offers a hit to Bruce, who takes it. And then Bruce, you know, he goes like, man, that's some terrible smelling weed. Only for Piper to let him know he actually just smoked some crack. <laughs> so I want to know, <laughs> did the ghost of Rowdy Roddy Piper get one over on old Bruce Pritchard again tonight? Because let me talk to you about this horror show at Extreme Rules. I love the tagline because it was indeed horrifying. I may never sleep again. What did y'all think about Reed this? Reed got show? some rants for y'all. Reed, Reed hey, got hey, the new nickname for Reed. New nickname, for nickname is Reed Rants. Let me let me Reed 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 talk, Reed. Let me talk to the real quick. Reed, wait, say Reed what you got to say. Uh, don't don't listen. Don't say nothing about individual matches just yet. We're gonna get to them in a second. Yeah. Overall, yeah. you ready individually? Say. I'm gonna tell you. Let me talk to the listeners really quick. All right. So what I have in my hand is a now half empty bottle of Crown Royal. And I can tell you right now that uh, the reason for it, it being half empty now, I mean, I, I had a head start a couple of days ago, but, you know, I did some work on this because there are a couple segments over the course of this show that caused me to dive in metaphorically and literally. And over the course of this show, as we go through it, I will fill you in in detail of how I had to dive in for this. But uh We'll get into it. Let's uh, let's get into these matches. Did this horror show that was? Uh, indeed, man. Um, you know, to kick it off, uh, we got Kevin Owens kick off Kevin, uh, defeating Murphy. Uh, he hit he hit like Lacey Evans is a uh, moonsault, which is is crazy because Kevin Owens do a lot of skinny dude moves, and it yeah, just shocks me every time on. we do that moonsault. That, that's that's now Kevin Owens' moonsault. So Lacey Evans, you got to find another move to do. The quickness with how he does it. That It was so quick. That's, it caught me off guard. It was just like, man, I was like, whoa. Like, bro, you too big to be doing moves that fast. Like, facts. Like, Keith Lee don't even do moves that fast. But uh, it was a good match, man. Y'all y'all happen to catch that one? Yeah. I well, I, I didn't catch it. I, 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 heard, I heard about it. I seen the thing you posted on our uh, page. Uh, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a B. It was cool. It was a cool little opener. Uh, Kevin Owens, I, 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 you know, he he liked the male Oscar. Like he can do nothing, but if they need him. He can just get slotted right back in, just seamlessly. But I would actually like to see him have some direction. So, uh, leading the SummerSlam, I want to see him do something. If it, you know, if it has to do something with Seth Rollins, if he faces Seth again, I wouldn't mind. Uh, that's if Seth doesn't end up facing Drew McIntyre. But uh, it's a lot of different directions we can go in. But it was it was a decent little match. Um, I just want to say this one thing. Yeah, go ahead. 
put Kevin Owens in a world title picture. This man can do everything. He can shoot the promo with the best promo errors of whatever. He could put on a match that will steal the show every time. This this dude has it all. He doesn't have the uh, quote-unquote, uh, what they like to say, Reek, the look. But besides that, this dude is amazing. The prototypical he, Vince guy. Yeah, he he needs that. He Who needs really got that. the look nowadays, though? Exactly. That's what I love about wrestling. No, but you don't. That shit's out the window, Jim Cornette. Oh, like, I'm sorry. I, I mean, like the, I mean the, the last guy who got, well, yeah, but the, really the last guy who had the look, like, is everybody's favorite, you know, scenario example to use of uh, somebody being misused. So, like, does that really even matter now? Yeah, thank God it don't. That's all I'm saying. Put that man in that world title picture, please. I agree. I agree. Uh, kicking off our, our main pay-per-view, man, uh, eight-time SmackDown Tag Team Champions uh, taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. So, uh, New Day, uh, if that's if, you know, if you, if you didn't know who I was talking about. Uh, eight-time tag champs. Uh, tables match, man. Uh, they they took the L. I, I was actually kind of confused because this was a single elimination, which I, I think they explained at the beginning of it. But all my years of WWE watching, I'm conditioned to think that a tag team tables match, both guys got to go through a table. But uh, apparently that wasn't the case here. Kofi it doesn't Kingston. matter what you think. Yeah, uh, apparently not. Uh, <laughs> Kofi Kingston. Um, Took a, a <laughs> uh, Kofi Kingston took a crazy bump through the table, uh, and now Shinsuke Nakamura uh, is now a tag team champion. This is Cesaro's, I want to say, sixth tag title. Uh, let me go ahead. A million. Arm that real quick. But, I said yeah. it when I posted. This man is the king of the mid card. Yeah. If there ever I was think, one. I think this was probably one of my, my, my favorite Seven. matches of the night. Seven-time tag team champion, uh, uh, Cesaro. Uh, and that's, that's for both, right? Yeah. Uh, the the ones he won with the uh, Tyson Kid back in the day and uh, Sheamus on Raw. I think they won those. Well, Cesaro himself won it five times, and then uh, the SmackDown tag titles. I want to say this is his second reign. So, yes, yeah, uh, I, I love Cesaro. That one of the greatest Cesaro tag titles. Kid. Yeah, he yeah he's one of the the best tag team champions individually of all the time. Uh, I think he should get more respect. Like Kofi Kingston get a lot of respect, but I think Cesaro, uh, he has he's had three different partners, man. Um, yeah. And the bar was, Kofi is bar was legendary. Yeah, get Kofi his rematch too. Uh, what did y'all think of this match? Like 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 I said before, um, this probably was my favorite match of the night, just because you put Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, Kofi Kingston, Big E. In one match, and then like they just they did everything I expected. I love like I, the one thing I like about table matches is like you know the the extent of you having to save your partner. So you you can't flip a table a perfect way. It's gonna land awkwardly sometimes and stuff like that. So it just to me that brings out the realness of wrestling. Of you know everything ain't gonna be perfect. The slams ain't gonna be you know the best slam sometimes. You know shit messes up. So um, but yeah, I think that's I think an I, underrated aspect about tables matches is how the participants try to avoid going through the yeah. tables by any means. And it just it adds a realism to it because, like, yeah, that's how right. you're going to lose. So, like. And yeah. it makes the match fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that brings something different we don't really see. 
So yeah, yeah. absolutely, man. Plus, uh, and plus, one of my favorite matches is a is a tag team tables match. I'm assuming everybody will already know what that, which one that is. TLC. Yeah. Uh, the Dugleys versus Tardies. Uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah. That's that's my that's my favorite tag team tables match of all the time. Uh, what did y'all think about that match? What would you give it a, a grade for, rather? Me? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I would I would give it a. I give it an A. I'm not gonna lie, I I really enjoyed this match compared to like honestly everything else on the guard. I, I really enjoyed this one, so get that one an A. What about you, Reed? I I'd probably say like B B plus. Like it, it was a solid start and everything like that. I I didn't think they were gonna switch it up and put the belts on them like right at the because it, it seemed like this, this whole it, it kind of got pushed in really quick with, you know, Shinsuke and Cesaro and everything. But, um, I mean, I guess ultimately the idea is they want to rack up New Day's title win, so they're going to get one back eventually. So this is just another one of those breaks in action. But it was a good start. I'll give it a B. Yeah, I'm going to give it a A-. minus. It was a, it was a decent opener. You know, it's, it's sad to see the New Day lose, but I see the writing on the wall, man. They had a – New Day interacting with Devon on the uh, on the pre-show. They had Devon actually commenting on this match earlier on the bump this uh this morning, and uh they they made sure to let us know that Devon Dudley is a ten-time tag team champion. So uh, New Day got eight of them. So they they definitely gonna be creeping soon, which which is fine. I, I wouldn't mind it. They they deserve it. They they've been consistently one of the best, most popular acts. Uh, they haven't bored me in the six years they've been together, which is amazing. Right. So uh, I'm all for it, man. Uh, Shout out a, to a my African-American. Look at my African-American. The they still got the <laughs> longest reign. Longest tag reign of all time. Yeah. So shout out okay. to my boys, man. Uh, next up for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey uh, beats Nikki Cross. Uh, I'm going to just let Reek say what he got to say about this one first, man. Well, this was the first instance of what I was talking about okay. before. Because uh, here, here's my thing, right? When you're I'm about to get building, like you real quick, Reek. Yeah, I, Hold on, can yeah. I say this? I'm going to keep a count of how many times Reek sips this show. I'm, I'm on a total of three so far. So, oh, yeah. We got, we got the sip meter. Yeah, the sip oh, meter. Yeah. He's on three. He's on three. This is this is the first instance. We got a couple more to go. But, uh, yeah, this, this is the first stop. Because uh, this is my thing, right? When you build in a title feud, uh, typically speaking, there's got to be some back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Challenger got to look good. See, see, he on it too. Challenger got to look good for a minute. Champion got to look good for a minute. You get to your title feud. You get to your match. And whatever happens, happens. This particular feud, I, Nikki was like the afterthought. There was no, There was no high moment for her. There was nothing. Like She just got completely swept under the rug. Like she was getting beat up. She was made to look weak the whole way leading up to this match. And then we get to the match. And as it started to go on, at a point, I started thinking, yo, maybe Nikki might win this. Like Sasha Sasha might cost her the title or something like that. Something wacky might happen. The way that they were working the match, I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, if it's a one-off, it might happen and she'll win it back later. But then they just did the typical thing. Okay, Sasha slides her or something, knocks her out, wins the match, and now 
the the whole feud just was was dud. Like it, it just that that that's what really bugged me. If, if Bailey was gonna win anyway, at least make Nikki look credible. She didn't look credible coming into it, so there was no element of potential surprise or at anything like that at all. So now I'm just like, why did we do this? You know what I'm saying? If you were gonna do that, like that's what I was talking about the other day, Reek. Like. They made her look so weak leading up to this. She's had like one win in the last like month and a half of TV. So she she just looked extremely weak in this feud. So it, it just they they didn't do anything to even make her look like a pretend formidable opponent. Why have her, why have her challenge at all? Yeah. You know what so, I'm saying? So yeah, I, that that who, was who would you have replaced her with, Reek? I wouldn't oh. have I wouldn't have a replaced. I'm sorry to answer this question for Reek, but for me, I wouldn't have replaced Nikki with anybody. I would have just. No, no, made- I'm just saying, like, instead of having Nikki in this match, like before these weeks have came, like who would you would have put in that position to where you could do that? Her like, would this been a perfect time to bring up like a NXT? You know what I mean? Like, give the world a. Not even like really just bring her up. Maybe just a, a one off. Don't build nothing up. Just I think. Just, have Io Shirai pop up and let her have a match, one match, champion versus champion. Something like that, you know what I'm saying? If you're if you're not going to build up my opponent. If this is just going to be a one-off, then something like that. Or even even yeah, if yeah. Alexa wanted to take a shot at it, yeah. let Alexa get in there and do that. Then I'm not even going to have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least but, they got history at Extreme Rules. Exactly. Yo, yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about that. But, no, I'm like – Alexa could easily have gone in there and they could have they could have righted that wrong. You know what I'm saying? You know, because Bailey could get that Bailey could get that win and they could have a better match. We could come, we can officially forget about the match that shall not be named. That would have been better. But and it would a DQ have Bailey just tear her up with a Kindle stick because she never did it before. Because yeah, we could have had a, a call back to that. Like you know, here, here's also my other thing, and, and I know that. Listen, listen, I know that, like this is leading up to something else because it's this is this is really how every match that Bailey has had defending her title is kind of have gone like she hasn't really looked strong like she has to cheat to win and I know that's really just storytelling as Bailey's character because she she has to cheat to win now and she can't win without help from her friend or anybody and that's that's the story that's being told down the line but like man you just you just made Nikki Cross look kind of weak like I think you could have did this with somebody a little less credible than Nikki Cross but you know still getting the story you know across as well like you could have did this with you know Tamina for instance like you, you can make Tamina look like a badass like she was looking like that leading up to Money in the Bank to begin with you know or WrestleMania one of those I can't remember which one she just came out just kicking people in the face like you could have had but Tamina where, where's like guy. Mandy Rose or somebody like like where Mandy and Otis have just yeah. disappeared off of TV, uh, yeah. but not you know not even that. Like you know, last time we seen Mandy, she was doing her thing with Sonya. So even if she was around, like I, I can't imagine. You know, it's crazy. Like I saw Mandy and like Sonya and a bunch of other people on a yacht, and then like they had the positive test came out, and I ain't seen them on TV since. Oh shit! So that might be something there, but like and you know, Tamina was around. Man. Yeah, like dog. Yeah. But like Tamina wasn't around, like I I think you could have you could have did the same thing with Tamina. You would actually made her look strong in the build. You could have had the match go the same way. It could have been a one off. You know, Tamina I don't think has ever had 
a, a one-on-one at a championship ever. And she's been in the company for 10 years. So you could have just did that for her. Just, I don't know. It, it was. Hey man, hey man, you talking too much. They gonna try to steal your idea. Cut the check then. <laughs> they wasn't gonna use it anyway. So it's fine. It's fine. They never use our ideas. So we say it first. Uh, anyway. I mean, somebody is listening, but it, it, huh. anyway, uh, next up, man, um, we had a, we were supposed to have a Apollo Crews versus MVP uh, for the U.S. championship. Uh, Apollo Crews apparently is, is out. I don't know if he's out with a legit injury. I don't know if he got the Rona. I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, they said he was still hurt from when Bobby Lashley put him in the full Nelson a few weeks back. And uh, he didn't show up. He forfeited. And uh, I don't know if he's still officially the champ. He still They still say he's a champ on WWE.com. So, but MVP says he he's a champ. He, he wins by forfeit. So, I guess we're going to see tomorrow. Um, yep. Next up, uh, eye for I, an I, eye. I, I'm, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm really getting excited for, like, this, this faction they might have with with all of them, so and, and hey, my my guy Sheldon Benjamin, he he needs to be on TV. Too. I, I'm just like, but well, why didn't nobody at least come out and like have a match or something like that? Like, yeah, he could have. That's what him. I like, thought was gonna match. happen. Like, yeah. I, I would have thought like Ricochet or like Cedric, somebody came out there and just like, I would have had them come out there. Like, at least yeah. Cedric, like, you know, I know Ricochet uh, had a match with with Bobby Lashley like last week. So you could have said come out there get a get a high profile match on pay per view. Didn't have to be long. You could have made it like you know six seven minutes. Let let them get their spots in. Let MVP do his thing and you know hit the playmaker, get the win, be the champ. Right, progress the story. Yeah, I, I, this was just like I'm, I'm gonna say, say they could have said this for raw. Honestly, say okay, he yeah, could compete. I'm gonna I'm I'm talk wrong. about that. I'm gonna talk about that in a second. But yeah, that's that's. I don't know. Um, didn't do anything. So let's let's just move on. Uh, eye for an eye. Um, you have to extract the eye of your opponent to win the match. Uh, Seth Rollins, Ray Mysterio. Uh, I think we're going to add to the set meter. Four. Number four. four. <laughs> because, uh, listen, uh, I like I like the match, like the action. I, I liked it. Like, it was fun. Just – it was really silly. I don't, I don't think they needed the extra theatrics. And and did did y'all see the little screenshot or of, uh, of the fake eye? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I appreciate the practical no, effects. You know, taking not. us taking us back to the early '80s horror movies. That's cool, but it was it was silly, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I feel it, you, you I, got something to I, say, Reek. Hold on, hold on. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Go ahead. Look, I enjoyed the match, right? But to me, they could have did all the same stuff in an extreme rules match. Thank you. That's all I'm really gonna get. Okay. At, right? I, the whole Go time ahead, I'm watching this, the whole time I'm watching this match, I'm like, yo, this action is crazy. Like on every thud that you heard with the sound effects was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And we knew, you know, Rollins and Mysterio together, they could put on a great match easily. But this was legit. Like, it was good. It was real good. And I'm just like, yo, at the end of this, we got to watch one of them do some extra stuff with the, the eye and everything like that. Like, 
Y'all could have made this an I quit match. It could have been extreme rules. It could have been something else to avoid all this, this, this extra, this, this silliness. And then, then the end, the, the, this, where that fake eye or whatever it was that was popping out supposedly with his hand and yeah. Seth over here puking. Like, come on, man. Bro, I was, I was eating my food when that happened. Bro. And, I had and to that, stop that, eating. That, that I was so bad. Like, Seth's supposed to be cold. Like, he's supposed to be doing this with no problem. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be so dark and everything like that, but he, he got weak guts all of a sudden now. Yeah. Like, why didn't, why didn't they have Dominic come out and, like, attack Seth? Like, they had him come out after his dad. I was on the – like, wouldn't a perfect time to have him come out and attack him? Exactly. Maybe Seth just knock him no, down. No, the Mysterio's fight fair, man. Well, Eddie is his real dad. So That's true, man. You need to. <laughs> he has that lie cheating still in his blood. Yeah, so yeah, you, you got that real blood in you. Should you should have came out there and helped, man. Rest in peace to one of the Yo, goats. You, you heard you heard my hypothetical, right? I, I told TC like two days ago. What happened? I was like, "Yo, my 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 biggest fear going into this was like they were gonna do something real dark, like during the match." Like, Dom will come out, and he would turn on Mysterio, and he would do something crazy, like, try to get his eye out or something like that. I'm like, yeah. I, I felt like it, something like that might happen with the way that the story was going, you know? So, but I didn't want to see it, because it would, it would really be disturbing, but... Let's let's wrap this storyline up. It's enough, okay? Enough with the eyes. Enough. With, remember, remember the nut shots with Shinsuke and like what was that like, AJ? I think. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, enough. Enough with the eyes. <laughs> but you but you know what was crazy though is that like the eye for an eye thing was first referenced like when they first like got into it last year, like late last year, and they. He's just like an eye for an eye, right? And that's when the first time it was referenced. So like they low key have been feuding since the night after Survivor Series. Like so has Seth oh, and Kevin yeah, Owens. Like so like Seth had Seth had, had two feuds going on for like since last November. It's it's kinda wild. But uh yeah, this is you know, Ray Mysterio apparently has been working without a contract, so uh but I can see, you know, him being on good terms and continuing to work. Uh, going forward, but uh, that's loyalty, bro. That's yeah, loyalty. that is loyalty, bro. Especially you know during the pandemic, you know he can go to any other company. Like he working on a contract. Just imagine like AEW getting Rey Mysterio. Like, yeah. That that. But what Scott Hall say? The the big money contracts. Yeah. <laughs> hey Scott. Hey, while we talk about Scott Hall, he the biggest pocket watcher in wrestling history. Like. <laughs> This dude always got something to say about somebody else's money. <laughs> Facts. It just stuck out to me. I was watching. I was watching the last ride, uh, the Undertaker, the first episode, and he was like, hey, "This guy can go. I don't care how much you're paying him. He 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 earned it." I was like, "Man, why you worried about that man check, man? Worry about my my, my paper." Yeah. And everybody in the clique is pocket watching. God damn. <laughs> but, uh, eye for an eye, man. What what, what grade would y'all give this one? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a B plus, but the ending, yeah. that so the ending I'm, is the I'm only thing you. that kept it from being an A, honestly. Yeah, B plus. Uh, bad ending, and uh, I'm gonna sound like a broken record uh, for this next one. Um, get that <laughs> bottle out, Rick. Because oh, this is a this is a big one. This is a big one for the Raw Women's Championship. My girl Sasha Banks, uh, <clears throat> main event Mercedes, uh, 
one half of the SmackDown, excuse me, one half of the women's tag team champions uh, taking on Grand Slam Oscar. Uh, speaking of Grand Slams, all right, so five, five, five. Bailey, uh, Bailey is a Grand Slam champion, first one ever, uh, because they count her NXT titles. Oscar is a Grand Slam champion for the same reason, because they count her NXT titles. So Asuka. Shinsuke Nakamura, in my book, is a Grand Slam champion after tonight if we count his NXT championship. I think it's only fair because I, I just want to count Shinsuke as a Grand Slam. Let's start counting the Grand Slam as part of the uh, – excuse me, let's start counting the NXT title as part of the men's Grand Slam. Well, how about let's give Shinsuke a real run at the title? Uh, yeah, yeah. That too, that. but, like, just for, yeah. just, just for now – He's, He's a Grand Slam champion. In my eyes. Bad. But uh, Asuka is also So, so did we kill the ECW title too? Nah, this, no, no. It doesn't exist no. anymore, so no. It, ha- it hasn't existed <laughs> in 10 years. Like It, it don't count as part of anything. It's not an active but what, title. What about the guys before that? Like Would they be considered <laughs> like Matt Hardy? No, like, no, that title doesn't Hardy? count at no. all Like towards a Grand Slam. Like It's not active. Yeah, like, I, you can't, I, you can't count an active championship. <laughs> Especially when it's been inactive for 10 years. You can't count it. Uh, but Asuka uh, is, is, is a Grand Slam champion. Uh, Sasha Banks is a SmackDown championship away from being Grand Slam. So uh, I would say these two don't have bad matches. Uh, I think this is probably the best match they've had. It was really good. But what the fuck? So I, Wait, listen, beat button that? Beep. I was I'm watching a match. I'm thinking like. You had six, Rick? Yes, sir. Yeah, we got six sure. sips. Uh, I'm watching the match, and, and towards the end of it, I'm I'm thinking like, oh, they they this getting this getting crazy. They about to do it. Like I think they really about to put the belt on my girl. Like I was I was hyped. And so yeah. like, uh, Bailey slips one of the tag titles in the ring. The ref like was actually terrible at this because like he looked right at Bailey as she slid in the ring and just like turned back around in order. Uh, but <laughs> so Bailey slips in the ring while the ref is like putting the other belt back outside, and then uh, he turns around and sees Bailey in the ring. Uh, this this pay per view was live, by the way. So like you know, I, I think they forgot how to work live hey, television. Hey, everything ain't perfect when it's live. Everything ain't perfect. I mean, okay. I, I just think they forgot how to work live television yeah, just because yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah. in a while. Uh, but the ref is like, "What are you doing?" And then you know, <laughs> Bailey ends up getting out the ring, and Sasha, you know, Oscar. Gets her, turns around, and uh, Sasha turns around, and Oscar spits the mist, but Sasha ducks and hits the referee, and the referee just like gets incapacitated and he's unconscious. So uh, they took out Oscar, whatever. Um, Bailey, I th- yeah, Bailey took out Oscar with the belt, grabs the ref shirt, put the ref shirt on. And counts the pinfall for Sasha, which it was so confusing. So I'm thinking, like, yo, Sasha just low key won this match. So yeah, it should count because I'm a stand. No. So I think, me, I'm thinking, like, if it count, I don't care because Sasha won. I've been waiting for Sasha to win the championship for three years now. So I don't care. What do what but, do Sasha call her fans? Does she call y'all the pl- employees? Like, um, she the boss, y'all the employees? Nah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I don't think uh, Sasha got a name for her fan base right now. Hmm. I mean, Bailey had the huggers. Um, yeah, I guess yeah, we the ratchets. I don't know. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no. The ratchet. Ratchet to you. <laughs> but anyway, the so uh, Bailey goes in and grabs the belt, uh, grabs the Raw uh, Women's Championship from the timekeeper. Uh, the bell gets rung. They play Sasha's music, and then Sasha and Bailey get the hell out of the performance center and go home. So, um, Reek. Huh. All right, let me let me say one more thing before we get. It. I yes, was not. Because Sasha he's Banks, at seven. he's at seven. Uh, because Sasha Banks was on the uh, quote unquote winning end of this match, I wasn't mad, but I still can recognize when something is dumb as hell for no reason. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, why do they do this? Reef. Okay. <laughs> I'm going I'm to be real careful because I, I, I don't want to say nothing that goes against what I really feel. Um, Speak your piece. First and foremost. Okay, cool. First and foremost. Uh, Just don't get us canceled, man. Nah, nah, nah. We good. We ain't going. We ain't going. Remember, you, you the addition here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't going there. We cool. Uh, first and foremost, Bailey is not Mike Tyson. This is not 98 at WrestleMania. So I don't know what she was doing. Why she felt that putting on a referee t-shirt and counting the pin was anything official. Secondly, person that rang the bell should be fired because obviously she's not an official and because she bullied you in the ring in the bell that that's supposed to do something and this, this is the part that i was saying going against what i feel hey man uh, he said social said, distancing i ring this bell she'll get the hell away from me like exactly exactly but uh, uh-huh. i know we said no more authority figure no more anything like that and it's cool that there's nothing there but this is where somebody should step up and say, hey, uh, there's a lot of screwy stuff going on. Let's fix this real quick. You know what I'm saying? Referee got knocked down. You know, uh, we need to have a legitimate finish because there's a lot of controversy going on. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how that's going to get resolved tomorrow. If there's no authority figure or anything like that, no general manager. So we got to go into tomorrow We're Adam and Pearson, the rest man. of the week. And we just got to <laughs> guess how that's going to get worked out because clearly she got screwed oscar got screwed <laughs> you know um, what i'm saying i'm not mad if, w- if sasha has a belt but come on man wwe has will, officially... will sasha lose her belt again on the next night of raw so, uh <laughs> wwe <laughs> wwe has officially ruled this as a not uh, as a no contest so oscar is still champion um oh, okay okay cool cool so so we don't gotta worry about that then. but it, it's just the fact it, it is what i was going to say um and we were talking about MVP and Apollo Crews, which is like, oh, they got these they got these TV contracts, man. So it's like, they got to get people to tune in. The ratings are low. So they do a bunch of bullshit on the pay-per-view to get us to tune in the next night to see what happened. But you don't got to do the bullshit to, to, make it, yeah. to make it happen. It's just TC. Yeah. Well, I, I can't give them this benefit of the doubt, right? When you look back in history... And we look at that that takeover Brooklyn match with her and Bailey. And then after that it was the first Iron Woman match. You you have a lot to really build up to. You know what I'm saying? When this turn happened, this can't be no normal turn how the way you you turn these guys and you know they come up like two, three weeks, maybe a month, a year, they go at it. No, like this is something you have to build. And as stupid as I think this is. 
I can't give it the credit that they are really trying to build this because when Sasha turns or Bailey turns, because remember they fought a few times and everything. Like you just had Sasha has, win the title for real. Then, if that's the case, is it that? I've been exactly. wanting to see them do that. A that would make sense. Power trip with both of the championships, like exactly. It's but gotta be. It, it, it's that building, and so I, that's what I think they're doing right now. I think they're just building to this match. Honestly, I would have wanted to see Sasha win, and then that's how you finally get this collision going. But I don't know. It's got to be like HBK, Marty Jannetty, you know what I'm saying, or Kevin Owens, Y2J, and Festival of Friendship type. It's got to be that kind of turn when this yeah. eventually happens. Like they got to get to a point. I, I, all those of us like, that know what's coming, yeah. we're not going to be shocked. But you know, to the to the casual viewer, it has to be like it has to be so set that they are a unit and they're tight and they're good. That when it finally happens, the jaws are going to drop. Like, oh my god, I can't believe she just did that. And that match got to be incredible too. Yeah, you know what and, I mean? and, and that first match got to be something insane. And you can't fumble the turn like you did last time, like two years ago when when. Oh my God! Because you know, they the had stop. something. The they, stop they, start. They, they had something off. with it, like you know, when when Bailey attacked Sasha, it was basically like you ain't shit, and then just threw her. Like it was, they had something, and they just had they they was going to therapy the next week, and you know, tag team. It was lame. It was lame. So, um, they 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 got some brewing here, but man, like. Y'all, y'all took a, a match that could have been an A plus. Like, this could have been an A plus match right here if you would have just mm-hmm. had a decisive finish. And I think the the way that the the finish was overbooked, very uh, Vince Russo two thousand. And and I think when when wrestling fans like wrestling fans like to say to to compare the stuff that WWE does that they don't like, they like to compare it to uh, WCW in two thousand a lot. This was this was very on brand though. Like this this is one of the times you can actually say that because it just kind of it was it was it was silly. It was screwy. Like yeah, but it still was better than like where is where is Adam Pierce? Like he he the, he kind of like the de facto authority figure in the locker room. Like he was there when the Jeff Hardy shaming stuff went down. Like so like he's kind of like he's always in the women's business. Like. Where was you That's at? what I'm right. saying. Like, we don't we don't need to have like a, a GM or nothing like that. But if, if he can make decisions, where Finley at, man? I know you got furlough, but you know Adam Adam yeah, Adam like, the supervisor. He ain't no manager. He is supervisor. That, yeah, that, that works. Yeah, he he, cut, he, cut he the to, line supervisor. Like you could cut to a segment to him backstage and say, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you know this was screwy. Y'all got to go out there and restart it. You know, do this right. You know, what I'm saying do something like that. That that would that would have worked just fine." But this, yeah, y'all, y'all fumbled that bad. Hey, man, it it it, just, it looked dumb. It, it was stupid. Like I don't know, but we are gonna see what happens tomorrow. Um, next up for the WWE Championship, uh, we got Drew McIntyre, uh, putting his title on the line versus Dolph Ziggler. It's Dolph. Uh, Dolph Ziggler uh was gonna choose the stipulation, uh, cause Drew McIntyre was like, "Go ahead, I'm gonna beat you anyway." And uh, Dolph uh, chose an Extreme Rules match, but only for himself. And uh, if Drew McIntyre had gotten disqualified or counted out, uh, he would lose his championship. Wait, so, what? Dol- Dolph Ziggler was the only one that could use weapons. Yeah, yeah. But this was, but, like, made but, on Monday, like, the night before, like, Monday. Like, did he lose a match or something? No, yeah, I really haven't been following this feud. 
uh, so Dolph was the one that got traded for AJ Styles, right? Right. Uh, right to right. Raw, and he showed up and interrupted Drew McIntyre. Basically, was like, "I'm low key the reason you the champion because I brought you back to Raw." Which I guess right. that's, that makes sense to, as a way to start a feud. Between, you know, I, I just want to know, like, how did he get into but, uh, this position? But Drew, uh, if I remember correctly, Drew basically just – Yeah, Drew basically just told him, like, you can choose a stipulation. I'm not tripping. Like, go okay. ahead. Okay. All right, that makes sense. I thought they just, like, randomly put that together. No. no I was going to be – I was gonna be like Reek over here drinking, and I don't even drink. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly, but I may be wrong, and Dolph may have won the right to choose a stipulation in that mixed tag match okay. with Sasha a few weeks ago. It was one of those two. No, nah, nah, it was the contract signing. He said, "Was I'm the contract gonna, signing?" Once he signed it, it was a contract said, okay, signing. Okay. I'm gonna let you pick the stipulation, and that that was that. It was a contract signing. You're right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if if Drew. Uh, got disqualified or counted out, he would lose his championship. Um, so Dolph was, you know, hitting him with chairs and hitting him with, with trash cans. And uh, perhaps he should have been smart and said, you can't use the Claymore because that was really all that was needed. <laughs> and uh, and Drew ended up winning. It was okay match. Like, it, you know, Dolph, Dolph puts on these, these matches with, with people. I think that's really all he cares about, putting on good matches, getting paid a lot of money. Um, and, and working for a company that he is used to working with. So he got the life. He living the life. I, I wish, I wish. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, what grade would y'all get this match, man? I think we skipped grades for the last match. We was just ranting. Yeah. I don't really care about giving a grade now. Yeah. Nah, I, 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 I really didn't watch this match, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I kind of skimmed through it. It's cool. I'm a – honestly – I think I'll probably give it a C plus because, and this this is this is the thing that bugs me. That's the Dolph that I was a fan of, like five years ago. Cause he does put on those great matches and everything like that. But it's like, it's only nowadays it's just a flash in the pan. You know, he shows up, you don't barely see him on TV, and then when you do, it's like for one feud, like last year with Kofi, when he you know say, oh, it should have been me and everything like that. And he puts on the good match. And he goes right back to disappearing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's one of those things where it says if, if he ever does leave WWE, yeah, you're going to be mad because look at what you had at the end of the day. You know? Yeah. And he puts on that good match, and then he, he made all these stipulations, and then one claim more, he goes out like a chump. You know what I'm saying? So and that that's my only issue with it. But, yeah. And, and, and again, like, you know, I don't like when the world title is like, mid card you know it looks like a mid card you know what i mean where it's other stuff that happened in that night where we was like oh this is great and then the world title like when i think of the world title and you know what it has meant and all the great people have hold it it's like to me drew deserves better you know what i'm saying because you know better feuds better matches let's build up to this more because like i said i haven't even followed this it, you know it i mean i'm like a bit more about sasha and bailey than, than anything yeah. you know what i mean it, it seems like Drew's just getting a, a hit list to knock off to kind of build his credibility as champion. Yeah. And then eventually he'll lose it. He'll probably lose it at SummerSlam. Uh, just talking about him going against Randy, but, you know, yeah. it seems like everything else is just like, you know, a notch on the belt to build it up. And then, yeah, man. you know, later on down the line when he wins it back, it'll be bigger, hopefully with fans, but. Hopefully. Yeah. 
Absolutely, man. Um, and in our main event, uh, Swamp Fight at the Wyatt Compound, uh, Bray Wyatt, OG Bray Wyatt versus he's Braun Strowman. Drink it. Whoa, he's finished the glass. He just killed the glass. <laughs> Uh, you didn't like this one? I actually like this match. Like, I, I, I didn't like that the fact that Braun Strowman uh got the main event a pay per view as champion before Drew, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the segment. Um, it's building to it's building to Mania. I mean, not Mania, but SummerSlam. What what you gotta say, man? I, I'm I'm gonna speak my piece after you, man. Let me let me let me dish on this. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, here's the deal. Um, I've been saying this for a while. And this, I'm going to be clear, this has nothing to do with Bray, because Bray creatively is a genius. And if this were anybody else, I would have loved it. I don't buy into Braun no more. I just don't. It's None of this was clicking with me for Braun. Like, it, it just, his, his, he's been going through too many shifts in his character from being, you know, the, whole, the black sheep thing, where he was quiet, just beating everybody up. Then he goes solo. And then he went through two more iterations of that character. Now this whole thing with the universal title and he doesn't, he's just not, he's not clicking with me right now, you know? So the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just like, yo, just swap Braun for somebody else because I'm not feeling it. Bray was good. Bray was great. You know what I'm saying? He did what he does. I'm not worried about that. But I'm just not buying this with, with Braun anymore. I'm really not. Like this, the dude is just like, you know, one of the, the big, big giant, you know, the, the the stereotypical big giant guy that doesn't have, you know, depth anymore. I'm just, that that's not working for me anymore. It's really not. Let me counterpoint that, man, because uh, at the end of this match, uh, Bray won, um, drowns Braun in the swamp, uh, and then comes out, pops out as the Fiend. So if we know the history of the Fiend, uh, once, once you get, you know, once you get ate up by the fiend, like your whole thing changes. So uh, I, I think this is a reset on the Braun Strowman character going forward. Um, I enjoy. I enjoyed it though. It was. It was, it was like. It was kind of like a Friday the Thirteenth. You know, yeah. the first one. Um, the very first Friday the Thirteenth that didn't have Jason. Uh, it was kind of like that. Um, I did like that callback to Alexa though. Yeah, like the Alexa Bliss callback was really good. Uh, Long term. Uh, situations where Braun sees Sister Abigail as Alexa Bliss, you know, team Little Big in the mixed match challenge. Um, they're really good friends. And so it was kind of like Braun basically got thirst trapped by uh, an Alexa Bliss vision. It, it was really interesting. Um, I, I really, I enjoyed the dialogue, man. I think it's, it's really building up to something. We show that Braun couldn't, lose to Bray Wyatt at Money in the Bank. And it was kind of like, you know, I'm not going to go into the full, you know, nuances and everything like I did with the, you know, the Funhouse match at Mania, but it's just what I observe. I, I watched the match back uh, right before we hopped on. And uh, I, I'm just watching it. I'm like, man, this is this is some decent storytelling because Braun, he, he was pretty stubborn, you know, at Money in the Bank, right? He wasn't going to do his thing, but he ends up seeing – uh, the old version of himself uh, when he first gets to the swamp. Uh, we got the OG Bray Wyatt. He sees Alexa Bliss. And it, it's kind of similar to what the Funhouse match was. It actually kind of makes me think this took place in the Funhouse, kind of like the match with John Cena took place in the Funhouse. Because y'all saw that Braun Strowman promo on Friday, right? 
I th- this is the only thing I didn't like about it, right? If he cuts that promo in the ring, like after the match or before the match, fine. But he cut it as like he's going down to the ring with Miz and Morrison. It's like he's talking to them. It's like that didn't that wasn't making sense. To yeah. Me. You know, like if you was going off like that, okay, you just got the ring to yourself, cool. It just as he's going down, it's like it sounds like you, you shouting at them. So that didn't make no sense. Like he was like losing it almost. Yeah, I I, I like the promo. It's kind of like man, this this dude and lost his mind. And it's kind of like he was in the funhouse already. Like yeah. Bray really took control of his mind. So now, you know, we had a uh, funhouse Bray at Money in the Bank, and now we had OG Bray Wyatt. You know, the the cult leader defeating Braun Strowman, and now it's time for the Fiend for the rubber match. So. SummerSlam is going to be interesting, man. Um, that segment, I, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as a Funhouse. Um, it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> as good as a Boneyard. I don't think anything's going to be as good as a Boneyard match. But it, it was cool for what it was. I, I just think the fact that, like, Braun Strowman's history is not as deep as John Cena's. So it wasn't going to uh, – you can't really tell, like, a similar story to that, like, referencing the past. Like, we really only had those, those few months that he was in the Wyatt family to really go off of with his character. But I, I thought they did the best they could. And, and any time, like, Bray Wyatt does these, these type of things, I, I'm always on tune in for it, man. Uh, would y'all give a grade to this uh, quote-unquote match or, or swamp only, fight? Only, the one, one thing I have to say about this match is, I mean, like, like I really wasn't – when I was watching it, it was just, like, it was there. Like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it neither. Honestly, I wish they would probably did this on, like – Raw, you know what I mean? Where it's not a title match, it's just a segment. Like, yo, smack, oh, yeah, smack now. Like, yo, hey, meet me here. Or, hey, Braun is going back home. Like, you know, just anything to be like, oh, cool. And you could have did everything you did here and had a, you didn't have to have a match. You could have had something where it's like, ain't nobody seen Braun since he's been drowned. Like, where is Braun Strowman? You know what I'm saying? And you could have had this go. If, if, if this is a build up to SummerSlam, you could drag that, you know, not drag it to SummerSlam, but that adds on to the story. You know what I mean? It didn't, to me, it didn't have to be a match. You know, was, that could have just been a regular segment. And I think that would have killed it. Because, like I said, I didn't hate it, but, you know, I really didn't like it. You know, that, that's what was one of my worries with WWE and this whole cinema thing is where it's like they we love the boneyard match we love the uh, funhouse so much is that they would try to continue to do this to catch another one and it's like to me like 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 I said before when those happen I'm like let's do these on special occasions yeah. to me this match really didn't need that like I said if this was a segment like a regular just segment on a on a weekly show dope or you could open the show with this anything like this didn't have to be an announced match you know you could have just had maybe Braun open the show like I'm tired of this dude, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, Braun, wait, breaking news, anything, like, Braun is, is, is at the fun, you know, anything, it, it didn't have to be a match. It yeah, I think what they could have did, it could have just had, like, Braun be like, yo, I'll see you at Extreme Rules, like, we're going to settle this, and, and they just kind of come down, and he just kind of gets, because, because what they did, they kind of promoted this match throughout the pay-per-view anyway, like ran little vignettes, yeah. kind of like they would on TV, you know what I'm saying? So they, they did do that anyway. But, uh, that, that to me, it kind of damaged it. Cause it's like, honestly, it seemed like it was more talking than it was fighting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you could listen to Bray talk all day. Okay, cool. Did y'all but see the like, dude dressed up like Luke Harper? 
Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, it's, you know, yeah, y'all cutting these promos and you talking so much. Like, y'all promoted this as a fight. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it ended as one, but it's like, you're doing all the, the, the monologue and you're talking and everything like that and all the setup stuff. Like, we only got this much fighting. And this is the main event segment. So, you know what I'm saying? So, when you look at that compared to a lot of the other cinematic stuff they did, you know, that that hurts it, plus all the promotion they did for it, too. And if it wasn't yeah. going to be for the title, then, you know. Exactly. While, while Braun got the belt. And, and great you know, stuff like this that. don't have to always y'all, be on could have Y'all could have had my boy Miz win the championship last month. Yeah. Well, I've been waiting well, for Miz, Miz to win Miz the championship has the other problems for 10 at years. Home. He Miz could have been loud. Miz could have been He's grounded. That's why he was here today. the first wrestler of all time to drop a hit single and win a world title. Just like that. Not first, but I know what you're saying. Shout out to Tyler Breeze. He cut the best promo ever on Miz after he beat him on that show. That was hilarious, yo. Man, I can't believe he got chewed out like that, man. Yo. Hey, shut up. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> yeah. your, your wife on the Zoom meeting, you out here playing video games with your friends. And did she say his dad was outside doing naked yoga? Yeah. <laughs> George, man, what's wrong? George, George is funny, man. I think I might... What's up, man? Put your like, wild boy. I might, I might turn on Miz and Mrs. later, man. I, mean, I'm, I'm, I ain't watch that in a minute, man. I might put that on. Maybe Shane the feed, because he probably ain't been the same since he put his dukes up at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's still one of the funniest. <laughs> oh, Rick was there. I was, yo. He was. I was so I was so confused too. Cause I'm like, yo, what the hell is this man doing right now? Like he, he took his shirt off. And he got made into a shirt though. He got he got I'm made like, into a meme. Like, he's, think, he's protecting his child. I think the Miz talked about that. Like his dad went viral and made into a meme. Like he's so happy. So that's all that matters. So yeah. hey, man, uh is he cool? <laughs> Extreme Rules Horror Show, man. So, uh, what, what are your closing thoughts on that, man? My guy Reek hit. Well, he hit seven sips, six or seven, eight. 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 He, he, eight. Hit, he he hit eight and finished. Kobe, eight. Yeah. rest peace. Closing remarks, man. Let's not do this again. There you go. Listen, I I want to say this, like, <laughs> if if y'all. WWE, if y'all gonna turn in a Lucha Underground, like, warn us first. <laughs> that way, like, it, it, you'll, you'll, you'll save yourself so much criticism if we just say, we just going straight up telenovela with with our content. We just going straight up ridiculous swamp fights. And I was actually, you know, in the swamp fight, I was expecting, you know, I was expecting Otis to, to cash in, you know, dressed like Shrek. You know, that's, that's what I was hoping for. It could have worked out. Shit. <laughs> and see, and see, now I was telling y'all this for a while. You know what I'm saying? And they got away with it because they kept pulling it off. But this was my issue with all these taglines on your pay-per-views. You know what I'm saying? You know, the one minute it's the greatest show and all sorts of stuff. This is the greatest show. The pay-per-views, and it's like I was just waiting for this moment where it was going to happen. You're going to have this. And I'm going to be like, okay, I don't know how I feel about it. And then you get there, and you watch the whole thing, and he's like, what the hell was that? This was it. It wasn't a bad show, but I'm just looking back on the whole thing like, yeah. I'm it was bad finishes. It was it was great wrestling, but bad finishes. Very bad, weird finishes, like 
even the, like I said, the tag title match, it I was in the double double elimination. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the the women's the women's matches were. Neanna Perazzo, Jordan Grace had the best women's match of the weekend. I'm sorry. Thank you. That, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's it right there. Like, overall, like, I mean, like, we, we look at if if we only were counting in-ring action, yeah, Sasha and Oscar was probably the best. But we counting overall the way things were worked out in the end. Yeah, they, they dropped the ball. So, uh, so can, can, can I ask y'all this question? Yeah. Because I'm seeing this a lot on Twitter. Did TNA finally get a up on WWE this week with the shows? Because I didn't watch Slammiversary yet, so I, I'm not going to say anything. But can you say, was Slammiversary better than Extreme Rules? From a pure wrestling standpoint? Uh, um, I mean, yeah, that's probably I all we could so. judge because I don't think nobody has watched really watched the build-up to, to the TNA. Like, I, I yeah. think, like, the, the gauntlet match – on impact was probably the worst match on the card, which it was it was kind of a mess. Um because so that was for the world title, right? Uh no, the gauntlet match not was a, not number one contender. Oh, it, it was, number one, number one contenders okay. for the knockout title. Uh yeah. it was a mess. Um oh, oh. it was it was kind of booked like the Royal Rumble. Basically. So it was kind of weird. Uh and, and you had, you know, Taya Valkyrie's uh ballet, you know, who's a man, entered twice. So uh, that was probably their worst match. Uh, WWE, I don't think, had anything as bad as that, but their finishes were bad. Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm, I, I'll give it a toss-up, honestly. If we're talking pure quality for, like, the overall show, I overall show quality, Slammiversary, I did enjoy, like, for uh, yeah. overall, like, quality of it. I just thought, you know, Bruce Bruce Pritchard kind of overbooked this one a little bit, uh, and I, I understand doing something different because it's a pandemic and you know it's it's a throwaway pay per view, but it was just dumb. I, I would prefer not to. If we kind of try to get back to you know regularly scheduled programming uh, going next month, but can I, can I say something about that? Yeah, can we stop the throwaway pay per views? Honestly, because <laughs> we were saying that the other day, like NXT is showing y'all if you're gonna have a throwaway pay per view, hey, Monday, have it on TV, extreme rules. <laughs> you know what I mean? They did like, the Great American Bash on an episode of SmackDown exactly. in like 2011. Like, stop having yeah. these throwaway pay per views because when we, when we hear pay per view, it's just the word pay per view. So, when we think of that, we think of something extravagant, like you know, it's gonna be something we don't normally see, and then once we get a thing of mid is like oh we get two packs of ass is like oh okay that's what we was talking about it like one of the last episodes it's like that's those summer months you know leading up to summer slam it's like we yeah. don't get really nothing good in those, right. in those in between months it's just like we haven't had anything good since 2011 and they fumbled that so bad. the year so before bad. that we had something good and they fumbled that yeah terrible Anyway, man, uh, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, this has been another episode, man. Uh, we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled programming here. Uh, got some fun coming, man. I'm going to talk to my guys about it after we, we get out of here. But as always, yes, go sir. ahead and find us on uh, social media at YK Wrestling. Uh, find me at tc.fontaine on Instagram. I don't post. So, yeah. Yeah. Put the monologues up. <laughs>
gonna throw the monologues at me. I'm gonna throw my my Carl Winslow scenes. <laughs> Follow me at Malik dot LV. One one K or two Ks. It don't two matter. Ks. I'm both of them. <laughs> they both mine. That's that's where I mostly post at. Let me get the page with two Ks. You keep asking and like no. <laughs> so. <laughs> That one, that one got all the followers, man. I'll go make that my new page. Uh, that that might be like my sports, like like. Let's get the show, man. So we could talk, we could talk after this, man. Yeah, let's talk after this. All right, uh, follow me at Wreak Havoc twenty four, and on my show page at the Havoc Hour, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast. The Havoc Hour that we still have not been on yet. <laughs> every, every, every time I ask him, he be like, "Yeah, man, I got you, man." Then don't say nothing else about it. That's crazy. It's, it, it, it's every Thursday. Yeah, I, I ain't doing nothing, man. Dude, I want to yeah, jump I on mean, this Thursday. Pause. I, <laughs> Whoa. Say <laughs> <laughs> pause. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, man. We are out of here. Go on. Go on.